So, couple skate. We already gave Welcome. up for an hour before we started. Um, we should have been recording that whole time. I don't know. What we the should fuck. have been because I have nothing else. That's that was all. it. We're that just going to sit in silence and breathe. Well, I'll be laughing, just yeah. remembering back at that remember. fun, fun time. Oh, you guys missed some good shit. We were talking some real shit. It's beautiful. Welcome to Couple Skate. Couple Skate. Welcome back. It's been a big hiatus for us. Yeah. Well, we like to make them bigger and bigger every time yeah, just yeah. to keep them guessing. No, but we just thought we're going to be on a schedule. We're going to be better. We are because I was listening to uh, Mark Marin, and he was saying that the, the one thing that he did with WTF was he was consistent. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, that's the one thing we didn't do no, at all. We've never tried that. That's an interesting <laughs> That's an interesting theory. Yeah. The Marin theory of podcasting. <laughs> just keep Just keep going. going. All right. Yeah. Well, ours isn't going to be twice a week, though, because who's got the time? No. Mm -mm. Um, But yeah, we'll try to be more consistent. Even when I'm on the road, we can start being a little more better. A little more better. A little more better. I'm doing great today. Yeah. I I feel great. Look great. (laughs) I stayed up the latest. I stayed up in 100 years last night um, because Lace Larrabee was in town. Lace Larrabee. She came and did a benefit show with me, and then I showed around Idaho. And she's a party monster, man. She was like, she was wanting to stay out and do all the things. And at midnight when I was all, well, we should probably pack it in. She was like, oh, no, we're, we're here for five more hours. That's so. the perfect kind of friend to have that lives in a different town. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so she, when they visit, it's really exciting and really fun. Yeah. And then they leave and you can go back to going to bed at 930. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. I was like, every night I was like, boy, three days in a row. Woo. That's a lot. Dude. Really... I, there's no way. Yeah, it was it was wild. We had a great time, but uh, yeah, she's got a lot more energy than I do. Does she have six kids? No, <laughs> she's none kids. Might have something to do with yeah. it. I yeah. think there like there's a, the ratio of time, kids, energy expended. There's some kind of math equation. There's there. something there. Yeah. Although not always because I don't have kids and I don't have that energy. And you go to bed at nine every night. So. Well, not every night. Sometimes oh. it's oh, 9.30. Gosh, I'm so sorry. I just burped into the mic. You know what? Every time I belt now, I say, I'm sorry I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's so gross. I love it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> and then you really make an intense eye contact after right. that. Like, like, ooh. What you're saying to them is, that could have been a fart. <laughs> that could have been way worse. It was just a burp. <laughs> lucky yeah. us oh my god the bar we went to last night and i'm not going to drop names because they were nice enough to donate venue space to us and they were lovely um but we went um because lace really wanted to go back and party there and there it was a fart symphony in there <laughs> just like an olfactory symphony so many farts happening call that a fart party at my fart party it was so usually the dogs. stinky in there no god it was like so much stink and Ugh. you'd be walking through and it'd just be like oh my god and at first i was like am i just like like old lady nose sensitive and then one of the guys oh, yes. i was with walked by and was like does it smell like a lot of different farts in here and i was like okay okay so uh, that should probably be in their marketing. <laughs> so that bar, which I'm also not going to name any names, but that bar, which is not great. It's terrible. It's like old school um, terrible. 
uh, was it's I got I, I feel like I should like clarify like it's terrible in your 30s because it was like it's the 21 no, run bar this is what I was just gonna say yeah I got kicked out of there wow on my 21st birthday I'm so proud after barfing <laughs> in the bathroom and earlier in the night somehow the band that was playing called me up on stage and yeah. I was dancing and then I remember people buying me shots including wild turkey and you and got kicked out for puking in the bathroom yeah but that's what's going to happen. I know, right? And, and like, I've oh, never bro. heard of anybody ever getting kicked out of there. No. I feel like you were doing something much worse because <laughs> there's no way. There were girls puking in the bathroom. I was like, I, I had to pee and I went in there for like two seconds. I was like, no, I can hold this for the rest of my life. <laughs> it is like it's it's a terrible place if you're in your 30s. Uh, but I went there in my 21 run and I hadn't been there in, I don't know, a long time. But I think I went there like six or seven years ago for a bachelorette party. And that was the last time I went there because I had so many boners rubbed on me in the space of like a half hour. You know, because we were like bar hopping and we stopped there. And like we were out on the dance floor. And so every every dude came over and rubbed their boner on you. And that was my last experience there. <laughs> and then last night we got there and I had been like, we don't need to come to back to this place. And Lace was like, I love it. And I was like, okay. So we went back and... Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to embrace it. We're just going to have a great time. And I went out and within 30 seconds of being, and I mean, I'm not exaggerating. Like I walked out into the dance floor and was like, hey, maybe a little <laughs> bit of, all right, let's do a little bit of dancing. And with immediately this tiny little man, you know, I'm 5'2". This guy was for sure four or five inches shorter than me, came up and grabbed my hands, both cheeks with like with his hands, grabbed my butt. And was like, woof, and then got in there and then leaned up on his tippy toes and tried to kiss me. And I was like, no. And I pushed away from him. I was like, no, 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 no. And he followed me around the dance floor until the, these three bigger girls came over and they got in front. And they're like, oh, he's the worst. You just got to dance away from him. Here, we'll block him. <laughs> and they got in front of him. And so I danced backwards off the dance floor. And I went and found Lace and all my friends. And I was like, this is a terrible place. Let's go. I don't like it here at all. But... I, you know, I, and then, but like, it's packed there. Everybody's having a lovely time. And then later. I, I almost forget that it exists. It's so yeah. far out of, off my radar People of like places so to go. so much fun. So much fun. And, huh. and I just was like, I guess I don't, I'm not, I guess I'm not this kind of fun anymore. Not like, and I love to go dancing and I love to go out to the bars, even though I don't drink. I just still love to go out and like people watch and be out. But it was just very intense. I went up on the balcony at one point and was, like, watching the crowd down on the dance floor, like, dancing. And I was like, this is like having an ant farm. Like, watching everybody <laughs> rubbing. And you could see, like, these mini, mini pockets of drama happening. And, like, I was stood up there for, like, an like 45 minutes just watching. And I was like, this is fascinating. That we're like worms. And everybody's touching bodies and getting hot and sweaty and rubbing the parts. And I was like, Gross. I don't understand us at all. Um, yeah, and then, I'm not that kind of fun anymore. I don't know that I was ever that kind of fun. I'm the kind of fun that like um, eats a bunch of bread and then watches <laughs> back episodes of Homeland. You brought me some bread today. <laughs> Dave from high school made bread, and I ate Dolly and I ate the whole loaf together yes. about ten minutes ago. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of fun I am. <laughs> I'm that kind of fun, um, which I I'm, think is. I'm. A do lot you guys want to go for a walk? Fun. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that's the kind of fun I am. Or. Last night, like, I was even like, this is me. This is who I am at my cores. I was like, I'll watch your coats. <laughs> and everybody else went and danced and, like, got into the rubby parts mix and, and did shots. And I was like, I've got coats. I'm, 
Woo, I'm your coat buddy. <laughs> that's that's who I am. I will drive you home <laughs> when you're ready. You know, you guys have fun. It was it was very kind of indicative of my my whole bag. So, but we did ha- I, we did have fun. We went up to Idaho City, went to the Springs too, and we went to little honky tonk bars up there. We had a good time. It was she had a full Idaho experience. The Springs is the kind of fun that I am. Yes. It's a, so in Idaho, we have tons of hot springs. Some are nicer than others some, some are a little are more rustic. rustic yeah some are not uh, built up at all but the some springs is like a spa fancy, fancy spa with like great uh products that you can use before and after you get in the hot pool you forget too that that's like a novelty because like lace was like you just have hot springs and i'm like yeah like there's a hundred of them you know within yeah. two hours you know and she was like i like so blown away by it and was just, she thought it was so cool and it's something you kind of take for granted living here that you know we have the most hot springs in of any state yeah yeah yeah, and I would love to go to all of them. We should do that. Yeah. We should. Well, except that Skinny Dipper one. No. Oh, my God. That's where it's like old people that live in the mountains then and then take their clothes off. I have two times when I've been bits. there, been like, oh, I'm going to go up to the upper pool. Okay, and there's an orgy <laughs> happening up here. So I'm going to leave because if you're in the lower pool, there's orgy juice now. And upper pool has the actual orgy. So uh-huh. should we go? Let's just go. I don't want to be a part of that at all. Twice. The last two times I went there. And not like the kind of like eyes wide shut. You walk and you're like, well, this is, I'll sit and watch this for a bit. You know? No, no, no. It's not that kind of orgy. Not that kind of orgy. Not that kind of orgy. More like you walk up and you're like, oh, my God. Okay. Let's not, let's not be a part of this at all. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. What's, uh, what are we going to talk about? How are we gonna talk oh. about? Well, we're well, we gotta catch up. I was pretty low the last two months, mm-hmm. but after yesterday, which was the Women's March, mm-hmm. I'm feeling better. I feel a lot better too. I mean, I hope that we can maintain maybe not this feeling this much better, but like somewhat better. Some of the energy of it, at least. Yeah, yeah. I'm really hoping because, oh I man, agree. I was like, I on let's see, the Women's March was on Saturday. On Friday, I felt like physically ill. Mm-hmm. I felt so bad the, during the inauguration about yeah, yeah what was happening in our world <laughs> that I I thought did I mean, am it? I fluish no 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 I did not watch it I couldn't I just couldn't yeah I couldn't watch it and you also fluish yeah yeah I did I thought I was coming down with something but then I realized oh no I'm just physically just ill from despair yeah 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 so and I don't really feel like I I for the first time in I would say fifteen years. I have turned off the radio in my car. Mm-hmm. I usually just have NPR on pretty much most of the time. And I was, I've been listening to like top 40 pop hits. Oh yeah. Me too. Um, the same thing. Big into the beebs right now. <laughs> Makes me feel a lot better. Yeah. I don't want to hear any talking. I don't want to hear any, any reflections on, on what's going on. I just am going to. No. Yeah. Try and move forward positively. That's how I felt. That's why we ended up going to the hot springs is because both Lace and I were like, fuck. And we were just so low. And then I was like, let's just go up to the hot springs. Go enjoy some nature. Well, and the other thing is we've had this insane winter. Yes. This insane. It's been like since what, 1949. We haven't yeah. had this much snow. And it has been relentless. Yeah. So people think oftentimes that Boise or Idaho has a lot of weather. And some parts of the state do. But we've had like 15 inches of snow and then 10 more inches of snow and there's then eight feet, inches there was until it started melting a couple of days ago there was three feet of snow out there 
and which is they, I haven't ever seen in my whole life. No, they couldn't plow it. They couldn't keep up with the plowing. So like my road and your road are still which a full. I heard ice. it was terrible. I was in Hawaii for the full <laughs> storm, of course. Right. Which um, Dylan has not let me forget. Yeah. I, uh, nor should he. No, yeah. Nor should he. But he, I was in Hawaii, and a couple times he texted me and was like, I, I can't get the car out of the driveway. We're stuck. And until they plowed the roads, like, he was stuck here. He had to walk. And they canceled school. Yeah, the kids. They never school canceled school. They canceled, canceled school for, like, a se- solid seven days. days. Yeah, seven days. It was ridiculous. Yeah. All of that while I was in Hawaii, and Dylan's texting like, "I hate you," and I'm like, "But I love you." It's windy here. <laughs> it is windy a little bit, so a little you, breezy. So you want to tell people why you were in Hawaii while the rest of us were slogging in hell? <laughs> um, let me just first say that I've gotten 700 texts from my mother doing the mom thing, where she's like, "Come over, bring your pictures. We want to hear about all your Hawaii adventures." I'm like, "There's not." Really, like, it, look on Facebook. There, I posted, like, eight pictures. It was great. It was beautiful. And she's like, she wants, like, a slideshow. Like, she has no idea. She she's going to make popcorn. Yeah, she's no, she's going to make a meal. The whole family's coming over. They want to hear my Hawaii adventures. And I'm like, I, there's not really, I not, there's not, because, like, I, there are adventures, but my parents don't know who anybody is. So being like, oh, I spent New Year's Eve with Eddie Vedder. They're like, and he is a friend of yours, a comedian? <laughs> friend and i'm like yep (laughs) so um i got invited um to go to hawaii uh bill maher does a show every year with margaret cho and dana gould or not not with them bill maher does a show every year with eddie vetter and um he this year had dana gould who's a good friend of mine and margaret cho along and i there was an extra seat on the private jet and i was got invited to go along and um just hang out and do a lot of stuff and it was it was insane. It was an insane thing. Um, we did spend New Year's Eve at Eddie Vedder's house, and he and his wife Jill were the m- nicest, most lovely people I've ever met. Like so beautiful and kind. And um, Sean Penn was on the private jet with us. Fell asleep, snored the loudest I've heard a person snore for about five hours, and hung out like the whole weekend. Went to a strip club with Bill Maher. It's just a thing you did <laughs> in Hawaii, but like it was all it was all pretty crazy. Um, mostly we just kind of hung out, like, as far as, like, doing Hawaii stuff, we just kind of hung out on the beach, and we didn't really do anything other than the strip club. What else, yeah, what else would you do? I guess snorkeling or, like, hiking. We didn't do stuff like that, you know? We didn't really do anything. Touching lava. Touching lava. I would love to go touch the lava, but, um... Did you eat any, um, Hawaiian foods? Um, I don't even think we did that. (laughs) I mean, you were kind of, like... A little bit like stuck. Poi, isn't that you, we were with a really big group. Downtown Julie Brown was with us, and she is the nicest, sweetest woman. Oh my god, she was such a doll. And her husband was with us, and and everybody was like, it was a whole group that goes every year together. So there was like twelve people, and I just kind of got thrown into that mix, and it was it was super fun. It was really 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 cool. It was a fun experience, and um, yeah, I don't know. It was uh, it was weird, but it was beautiful and fun, and yeah. <laughs> Let me show it now, now. And this is a picture of us standing on the beach. And here's a picture of us standing on a different beach. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it sounds really, really fun. But I had like three separate Christmases with children under one. Ooh. And then we had a uh, Highland Fling dance for New Year's Eve. What's a Highland Fling dance? So it's like um, Scottish social dancing. 
where you have uh, I'm eating noodles. You, you talk. <laughs> uh, it's really fun, actually. Uh, I like a, we we do we we do them on occasion. So like a really fun um, band bagpipes. You teach everybody a, a dance, and then you all. It's a lot of like you know, dosi do to the left, dosi do to the right. Switch partners, skip down, spin around. But yeah, we didn't get to go to Hawaii. It was pretty like, um, it was a real eye opener of like how I've always kind of been like, I don't know really what the big deal with having money is. Like you just it's a little bit nicer, but no big deal. But when you see how people with a lot of money, mm-hmm. like a private a super nice private jet and then staying at like the fanciest fanciest resorts and stuff you're like okay okay i see now um i had a couple of conversations like with people who i was having a conversation with this guy who was uh, one of the guys on the trip um very wealthy guy used to own businesses with arnold schwarzenegger super wealthy and he had a a hat that said dorothy three and I was like, oh, what's the Dor- what's Dorothy 3? What's that about? And he was like, oh, my God, it's such a funny story. So we had bought a boat, <laughs> and we had a party. And when we had the party, the boat wasn't big enough to fit all the people we had invited. So we got rid of that boat and got another boat, had a party. <laughs> Again, that boat wasn't <coughs> big enough to fit all of our friends. So then... And that was the Dorothy, the one and two. And so then we had to buy a third boat. Oh, my God. Hilarious. We just had a party for Christmas. And, oh, my God, that that boat was also not big enough. But that's the biggest boat in this line that they make. And I was like, that <laughs> is funny. <laughs> and my friend and Jim Valley leaned over after, like, he, they had, the guy had turned and was like, in this story, boat means multi-million dollar yacht. <laughs> just so you're clear. And I was like, oh, I got it. That's great. And so there was a lot of, like, not having anything in common with people where, like, as he's telling me that story, I'm like, I have a minivan. <laughs> F- Listen, I have a funny story, too. I have a minivan that only seats seven, but there's eight of us. And so we need to buy a bigger minivan, but we can't actually afford to. So one, two of the That's kids. That's a funny story. Two of the kids just do have to double up every time we go somewhere. They have to double double seatbelt. So that's not very safe, actually, Martin. That's not a safe thing uh, that the kids are doing. But you know, bigger boats because you have so many friends is a thing. Also, um, so yeah, that there were and like they were lovely. They were. I'm not like shit talking them. They were lovely people. But it, there was just a lot of like. It was really interesting, too, because this was all, you know, this is like before the inauguration. And there was a lot of talk, you know, we're with Bill Maher. All these guys are very liberal leaning people. There's a lot of talk about, you know, this is why we let I, I got into a couple of discussions with Bill because um, he was like, this is why we lost the election is like PC, PC culture shit. Like the the right hates this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, we lost the election because you guys are so fucking rich and you have no idea. <laughs> like. <laughs> That's why we lost the election is because uh, um, you guys are completely out of touch with what it was like to be poor. And you don't remember, but you're the voices of this party uh, that should be representing the most marginalized side. But you, you're right. Bigger boat. Bigger boat <laughs> is also. So it was weird. It was weird. Um, I don't know. The whole thing was like, like I said, Eddie Vedder was like 
so sweet had us all over to his house there was like 15 people for this really intimate dinner and i was there and i'm like i'm at eddie vetter's house eating dinner like i've seen eddie vetter's hawaii house now and like what he walked us around i met his daughters like and they were just so sweet so a lot of it was really surreal and people were mad at me because they're like you're not even a pearl jam fan and i'm like I'm not not a fan of Pearl Jam. Like I grew Jeff up in mad. the 90s. Yeah, Jeff was so mad because he adores Pearl Jam. Oh, really? Jam. Oh, my God. We have listened to many a live album while I driving across the country. he only listened to Sean Petty. Only Tom Petty and Pearl Jam, as oh, far as okay. I know. But, yeah, no. It was, uh, there, was a, there was some interesting shit like that where you're like, you're like, oh, this is how rich people live. Or, like, complaining like, I don't know. I just feel like I feel like the waves at this resort are a lot smaller. And I'm like, there's dolphins in our courtyard. There's a there's a, a thing in the middle where their dolphins live. But you're right. The waves are pretty small here <laughs> on this side of the island. So yeah, it was it was a little nuts. Wow. Well, congratulations. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I just went. And, <laughs> it was. It's a weird thing because people are like, I'm looking get... forward to the slideshow as soon as you get those developed. Oh, man. I'm going to. Did you did you have to endure slideshows when you were a kid? Oh, yes. Absolutely. My aunts would go somewhere and they'd come back and be and like they'd have a bunch of the, their lesbian friends over and put a hang a sheet. And you'd have to sit through 900 pictures of somewhere, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It was like a production. You know? Yeah. Oh, no. I remember it. My, my parents were big into slideshows. And I think I sat through my parents' trip to england slideshow at least 40 times i mean they would they did it more than once oh yeah well they would have excuse me they would have different dinner parties with different friends and then they would be like the whole point was to at the like at the end of the evening sit there and eat dessert and watch the slideshow and my dad would you know it was like running commentary about this place and that place and the people that they met i mean what the fuck yeah i don't know i can't even imagine I mean, now it's just like, slap it up on Facebook. If, you, if you're interested, have a look. Have a go. Oh, my God. I know. My mom's like, I want to hear everything. I'm like, would you just get an Instagram account for fuck's sake? Because <laughs> I don't want to tell you. Even even on this podcast, I feel like, I feel weird talking about it. I'm like, I don't know. We were there. It was sunny. Well, and I don't want to hear about people's vacations. <clears throat> no. I don't give a fuck. Like, my parents just got back from a cruise they do the like English crossing or whatever, and um, and they. Uh, You're good. Sorry, I was fixing your mic. Fixing my mic. Sorry. Sorry, sorry fixing. Um, mic. they want to they want to like have us over and talk about it. I'm like, you know, I'm not really interested in your vacation. Like, I'm not going to get to take a vacation like that. I resent you for taking that vacation. Actually, <laughs> I don't want to hear <laughs> what a nice time you had. Also, I just feel like. That's the kind of thing that, like, in the 1900s when someone went to Europe and it was this huge deal and you came back and people were like, what was it like? Like, I don't, I don't need to show me what your trip to Cancun looked like. I know I can imagine it. Yeah. I can Google it. Like, right. it does, I don't need a slideshow of what your cruise looked like. I'll just look it up. It's fine. Yeah, it seems I kind of bratty for myself. to me, too. Like, oh, my God, we were in Tuscany. Uh, we went. Great. Yeah. I wasn't. I've kinda, Keep it to yourself. That's the other thing. My mom's like, show us all your pictures. And I'm like, I took like 11 pictures the whole time. Because like, I, I don't know. I just hate taking pictures when I'm like on vacation. It just I saw a, a lady at the Women's March yesterday who had one of those disposable like cameras, like oh 35 God. millimeter disposable cameras. I was like, 
what the fuck? Where did you even get that? Every year when my kids go to camp, they give them one of those and then they bring them home and they're like, we need to get our pictures developed. And I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. Because where do you even, I'm like, I don't even know where you do that anymore. And so then they just sit in a drawer and I never get them developed. They're yeah. probably darling. They're probably just all pictures of their wieners. <laughs> I've had boys long enough to know what happens when you give a bunch of boys a camera. Really? That's what happens? I assume. That's what seems to happen with all the adults. Dick pics. Like the original. See, you're red. I don't know why that is. You just got to back up a little. Um, Usually I have to get closer. I think it's the mic. Something's wrong with the mic. No. Something's wrong with your voice. <laughs> because I'm a woman? Because you're a woman. <laughs> is it my vocal fry? Your vocal fry. <laughs> uh, I had such a good time at that march yesterday. It was you know, really we amazing. should say that that it's sort of amazing that we had such an amazing time because it was hideously bad weather. Oh, my God. It was dumping snow. So much snow. It was really beautiful, kind of, though. I felt like, um, you know, you so rarely in Idaho get, like, the really big pu- – or not in Idaho, but in Boise, like, the puffy flakes that, like, kind of hang out. And it was really beautiful to be walking with all those women and, like, in that, like, kind of fairy land Not just snow. women. I no, mean, not just women. I was there with I don't care if Dave from high school. Yeah, no. My brother-in-law was there. Like, no, there, your, Dylan was there. Dylan was there, yeah. Yeah, there were, there were a lot of men there, too. I mean, whatever. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, I thought that was lovely. Um, but, no, it was, it was actually really special. And, you know, my whole family, four generations, my kids, me, my mom and aunties, my great aunties, you know, it was, it was really, really amazing. Pretty much everybody I know was there. And I didn't see anybody. Like, oh. I didn't see you and yeah, your whole family. You. Mm-hmm. I didn't see, I know Melanie was there with her whole family. No. And that's, to me, I was like, wow, there are so many people here that I'm not even seeing people that I know. And everybody I know is here. Which is, you know, like, my family's been liberal in Idaho for 30 years. And, like, we went to all the marches when I was a kid because, you know, my aunts were lesbians. And so we went, you know, back when Prop 1 was a thing, back in, what was that, like, 90? Um, we went and marched against that. And, and we marched all the time. My family was very politically active. And you'd have, there'd be 30 of us, yeah. you know, like 30 liberals marching on the Capitol with signs. I remember being a part of a bunch of marches as a as a young woman and as a kid where it was less than 100 people and you were like this is all the liberals in idaho you know <laughs> and you felt very exposed and then to be down there and have you know it was it was not that all those women were liberals but you know they were there for fairly liberal causes and stuff, well and so. also how few there wasn't any dissenters mm. There was one sad was, dude who's always there, like, with there was the a anti-abortion. Pocket. There was a little sign. pocket of anti-abortion people. Um, the anti- like, seven, I think I yeah. saw. They were over in the corner. It was so funny, too, because we walked by, and the guy started screaming at us, screaming a bunch of, like, you kill babies, you kill babies. And so we all stood in front of him, like, a, a group of us, and we pretended to jerk off. All of us stood there jerking off, and the people walking by were laughing so hard at my older older ladies in my family pretending, like, and my, like, my one aunt was like, what are we doing? And I was like, just make the motion. <laughs> Just don't, it doesn't matter. Just do the hand gesture. And yeah, that was the only people I really saw was those, whatever, seven dudes. So when you think about that, and that's Idaho, mm-hmm. I, I kind of expected that there would be counter-protesting. Yeah. Um, to like, you know, and I've I've been to protests and I've gone to those things and I really wanted to bow out and show my support. And I was so shocked how many people were there. I mean, they said it was about 5,000. Yeah. 
I think it was closer to like seven thousand. Yeah, I think it. I think it was too. Um, just based on my experience of it. Um, so that was the most awesome. Yeah, I was like, we're taking up the entire downtown. Yeah, no, it was beautiful. So yeah, it was really fun. A lot of young people too, and my kids, you know, were there, and and actually. Dahlia, my stepdaughter, was on the front page of the paper this morning. Yeah, she was. She's a celebrity. She's so adorable. So cute. She had a sign that said, girls are the future. Mm-hmm. And immediately, I, I tweeted it, and immediately some guy was like, that's so sexist if you boys are the future, too. And I'm like, I have four sons. Get fucked. <laughs> like, obviously, I don't. No, sorry. Sorry, boys. Just your two sisters Get out are of the, the way. future. Uh, these two are, I'm sending to college. You guys are for sure trade school. So good luck with that. Like, I was like, you, God damn it. No, always God damn it. There's always some dude. <laughs> There's always some dude. That should be a t-shirt. The, the Emma Arnold story. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was great. Um, let's talk. Um, we can't. Let's talk resolutions. We have time. Um, so last year, do you remember what your resolution was? Heck no. I think it was um, to find love. And there you did it. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Well, I think it was vaguely something about setting goals. Being positive. And um, I've gotten better about goals. I'm I'm sort of insistent on them now, like directing myself in a way that I'm accomplishing things. Like I actually looked at my credit score the other day, which I don't think I've done that. Good. It was on the low side of good. It was just good. And I was terrified because I've had some financial difficulties, mostly being single, <laughs> working in nonprofits, yeah, having student loans, things like that. So I've never wanted to look at it because I thought, well, it's just bad. It's just bad. And I was like, you know what? The more you know. Congratulations, because <laughs> I was just denied a rental car for low credit. So that was an exciting and fun moment for me in Denver when I went to go pick up the car. And then they're like, Oh, our new policy is even with a return flight, we check your credit. Uh, <gasps> fuck you, Fox uh, Rental. Which they were like, oh, we changed it two days ago. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe you should have an email or something letting people know that. Um, and my credit, which was destroyed in my divorce, right. was just, it's, um, it's fuck you bad. Yeah. And my ex made sure that did a good job. And um, and the guy was like, like laughed <laughs> when he checked it. it was like, ha ha. Like, oh, no, you're not getting a car here. And I was like, wonderful. Great. So, and I was like, I'm I'm 36. I'm a mother of six six children. Professional working person. Can't rent a car. Like, I'm 20 fucking three. It was so. Going it, to King. It was great, too, because uh, a friend was with me, and I'm like, can we run this under your? And he was like, it's not going to come back. And so we both got denied. And I was like, we're the biggest fucking losers but you know, you bigger boat is <laughs> so relatable, <laughs> so relatable. Yeah. So congratulations. That's a good. That's checking your credit is a big deal. That's good. You're because uh, you're thinking, you know, ahead. I'm thinking. Yeah, but I mean, I'd like it to be even better. But I, I'm, I'm trying to, um, to tackle some things that I have been afraid of. Mm-hmm. Uh, some adult things that I have been afraid of, like. I've just assumed that I, you know, will never have more in savings than $25 that they keep taking out of my account automatically and then I have to keep moving like, back. I actually need that. Uh, nope. Put that that $25 right back over right. here, buddy. Yeah. No, totally. So. 
I know. Um, that was that was one of those things. Like recently, somebody was talking to me about their retirement, and like you know, it's just not where I wish it was. And I'm almost forty now, and blah blah blah. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, retirement. Sure, sure. I have a savings. Sure, I have a cushion. Oh, I'm absolutely planning ahead for my kids' college. You betcha. It's all going to be fine. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. No, I I think I just have retirement as of one year because I've been in my job a year. And Mm -hmm. there's a retirement plan with my job. Oh, that's But now Donald Trump is talking about uh, eliminating the NEA and the NEH, which will eliminate my job. (sighs) Yeah. So um, maybe I'll... Just have to wait and see about retirement. Yeah, yeah. Because I might just get fired. Yeah. Early retirement. Sounds like that could happen. <laughs> yeah, it really could. It's actually a super reality. No, it's, that was, whole thing was crazy. Yeah. Ugh. Well, it's it's just like the tiniest little bit of all the crazy. That's no, the thing. Like, I, I was like, oh, no, no, there's bigger things. I was like, me losing my job, I think, is not going to be the biggest of our problems. No. I had a show Thursday night, the night before the inauguration. We were doing a benefit for the WCA. And uh, I, before the show, I was like, told Dylan, I'm like, I can't do it. I can't do it tonight. I don't feel funny. Like, I'm, I'm so sad right now. And I just feel like I'm going to cry. And I don't want to have to go and be funny. But I had put on this big show with, um, you know, Lace and Alicia Donahue and Jen Adams. And it was, you know, this wonderful benefit. And had put so much time and work into it and promoted the crap out of it. And I was just like, you can't back out, you know, people are like expecting it. And, but before the show, I was like standing upstairs in the bar and was just like, I I could throw up right now. I'm so sad. I'm so sad. And that's kind of when I went out on stage, I felt like the only way to deal with it is to talk to the crowd about it and be like, we're so fucking sad, right? We're so sad right now. And the crowd like almost appreciated (sighs) <sighs> like taking a breath and being like, yeah, this is fucking awful. What the fuck's going to happen? But yeah, and that, that news had just come through. And of course I thought of you and was just like, fuck, you know, but, and you're right. It's not one of the biggest things, but. Yeah. Know. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs, yeah. even though under the guise of protecting all of these jobs. Yeah. Cause I guess factory jobs are the only ones that really matter. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know it's weird, you know, too, like in Denver, when I was at the comedy works with Dana Gould last week, um, it was the, some of the weirdest, most heckly crowds. You know, Denver's a very liberal city. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you they had he- something like 100,000 people at their march. Yeah. Yeah, I know, which was which was odd, too. Yeah, I, I thought was like, that was wow. funny. There wasn't more people. Um, but, you know, it was a it was a weirdly heckly crowd and like very there was a, a group of Trump supporters at one of the gig at one of the things that they heckled me a couple times. But I thought I shut the guy I got down because I was saying that. He supported Trump because he liked getting his chest shit on, um, you know, and the urine stuff, mm-hmm. the pee stuff had just come out about Trump. And he shut up after that because I, like, made fun of him a few times. And then during Dana set, the guy, like, lost his mind and was, like, yelling at Dana. And actually, you know, sometimes it's easy because, like, I feel pretty confident in my comedy and I feel like, you know, I'm pretty good at it. And But Dana stopped the show and the way he took these hecklers to task was a really, like, oh, fuck, I'm just a baby in this. I'm so brand new at comedy and like look at all these years of experience and you know Dana's obviously probably one of the best comedians alive too and he's so so phenomenal but um just like watching him deal with these guys who there was a clump of them all together and they were just all heckling and being assholes and he just tore them down so politely and ruthlessly and then they 
um, there a cop works at the not the comedy works, which is kind of amazing, but like had to come and escort them out. And I went out into the lobby, and the, they were like yelling at the cop because they were like, "You're supposed to be on our side. You're supposed to be on our side. You need to get that comedian off there." And the cop was like, "You need to leave. Like, get the fuck out of here." And later, and he so he made them leave. He bounced them basically, and they were so shocked that like power wasn't on their side and wasn't going to like remove or beat the shit out of this comedian for talking shit about Trump. Like you could just hear how shocked they were that they weren't that everybody wasn't on their side. It was really surreal. It was kind of a creepy police statey moment where you were like, they were like, go take stop this guy, stop this guy's routine for speaking against Trump. And the cop was lovely. He was such a sweetheart. He and I stood and talked for quite a while um, after that because I was like, does this shit happen? And he's like, nope, that was a first. Because I was like, maybe this happens all the time. And he was like, no one's ever said that shit to me before. No one's ever done that. So it's kind of a creepy little window, you know, um, and into what being an artist is going to be like, you know, for the next four years possibly, you know. I mean, it's scary. It was kind of scary. Yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot of pushback on the pushback. Yes. And I think that's what we saw yesterday. Thank God. Thank fucking God. I mean, who knows? I I don't think any of us can even fathom. We I, I don't think we can even invent with our most elaborate imaginations the machinations of this incoming government. No. I but. mean, that's one thing I told that crowd on Thursday. And um, I was like, you know, you have to you've kind of been able to skate along for a long time, just going with the flow and not ruffling feathers. And I'm like, you need to be loud and you need to be fierce and you need to protect marginalized groups very vocally. Like all those same, all those same bitches who were out yesterday need to go out for the Black Lives Matters fucking protests. You need, we need to be out there for, you know, the add the word shit. Like we need to be there for those marginalized groups. But more than even protests, we have to be, you know, diligent about writing our yeah representative and, and, and super yeah. super vocal and and you know and that's i think part of for me like i feel like something in my comedy has shifted in this last couple months because i've been like all right i need to do shit that, and i know it's so kind of a little trite you know be like oh, i gotta do shit that matters but i feel that way mm-hmm. like i felt like i can't just do stuff about dick pics <laughs> you know like it you needs... can still do dick pic stuff i know but it has to matter Jocelyn. <laughs> it has to matter <laughs> i'm gonna do a mix dick pics matter dick pics matter all dick pics matter <laughs> they do actually none of them matter <laughs> so you seem really tired right I'm now so your exhausted. posture is like i'm slumping droopy. i'm not no i'm not i'm just about to rally i'm just about to i'm about to spring up and get you just carb loaded so I carb loaded hard <laughs> i just ate a loaf of bread and a bunch of noodles so let's go run a marathon of naps of hardcore naps no i was just trying to remember what the other thing we said we we're going to talk about how's we got anything for moms this week what's going on with mom what's your what's your mom up to no i've gotten that i have barely seen my mom um, she had another wrist surgery, so she's been oh. kind of down for the count. No, no letters. She can't write any letters for a few <laughs> she weeks. She did actually send me a letter because she always sends thank you notes. Um, but I don't. It it was just typical mom. It wasn't. It wasn't anything that I brought to share. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm mostly just glad that the holidays are over and I can kind of step away from all of the family obligations, kind of stuff. I mean, it's very, very nice, but it's so exhausting. Mm-hmm. So. Um, and this this holiday was even more so now that there's there's babies and 
in-laws and blah, you know. So uh, I have nothing to report for moms. Do you hate anybody right now? Oh, fucking everybody, man. Yeah. No, I don't. I feel like um, I haven't had a a real, uh, you know, I think, you know, just same the same people, same dudes on the Internet doing the same shit, being like, well, not all men. And you're like, just shut the fuck up for a minute. Just shut up. I was just uh, at uh, the little Vietnamese place for the getting pho for lunch. And there was this guy sitting with his girlfriend behind me. And um, he was just talking in like these weird platitudes, like just all these cliches. He was saying things like, you know what? If it scares you, you just got to do it. And then he would say, um, you know, uh, you just have to go with your gut and you have to 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 do things based on your ethics. I mean, like, nothing he said was an actual thing. It was just all, like, bumper stickers. Bumper stickers. <laughs> and she was just eating it up. She was like, yeah, that's You're really so good advice. Wise. And I was just like, none of that is, you know, it's just, <laughs> he's just, like, reading back issues of O Magazine or something. <laughs> She's like, so. Tristan, gosh, you say the smartest thing. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. So I kind of hated that guy. But I don't. There I don't is know someone him. actually. There's a good one that I hate. Um, Dylan has Dylan has been since before the election. He's been engaging with the other oh, side. Oh God! Is you this know about exactly. Keith? Yes, it's about <laughs> Keith. I I hate Keith. Oh, I fucking hate that guy. And so Shut been, the fuck up. He's been engaging with the other side and being. You know, Dylan is so reasonable and so practical and. He, he really does listen to people and then respond thoughtfully. Oh, I don't and there's even know this why he guy that. named Keith who chimes in on everything who's the dumbest. He's one of those people. I hate people who aren't very smart who try to be like, well, wordsy, 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 words. <laughs> and try to be, try to seem much more smart than they are. And he always take, plays devil. He doesn't even like Trump, but he always plays devil to av- devil's advocate and all this shit. So then yesterday he got into this huge argument on a post Dylan had made uh, with our step, with my stepdaughter, with our daughters, and and was like saying all this shit to her. And then she was like gross. But, and then he was like, they were arguing. And then he was like, oh, this will be the story of how we met, which is a super condescending, creepy, and also sexually aggressive thing to say to a 17-year-old girl, Keith. You fucking creep, who is also our daughter. And she was like, gross, bye, and blocked him. And she, I loved how she handled it. She was like, literally nothing you think matters. And I was like, <laughs> that's amazing. She just said that and then was like, gross, bye, and like blocked him, which I thought was so, so fucking okay, great. So, okay, why is he, is he just like random person? He's who- a comedian. Oh, he's a comedian. I mean, really? I, I, <laughs> Nothing I about like anything that, that I've ever seen the, him write would suggest that he's a comedian. Well, I, I didn't air quote that. So let me retroact, <laughs> retroactively air quote it 10, 10 million times. He's a comedian um, who is not a comedian. He's garbage. And But he, um, yeah, he like has her, he harasses people on the posts and stuff. The hilarious thing to me is I always say shit to him and he never, never says anything to me. Never, never talks back. And I have to Dylan been like, I will give you any amount of blowjobs to block Keith. Like everybody's tired of seeing him say horrible shit to people. Just fucking block him. And he's like, no, no, I, I want to, I don't want to create an echo chamber, which here's a, here's well, the thing I say, hate. It's like he's incessant too. He's because incessant. Like, as soon as Dylan posts something, like comment, within comment, one comment. minute, yeah, within yeah. one minute, he's just like, commentary Ooh. all over the place yeah 
No, he's super gross. And then on that same post, he was like, oh, looks like I drove away a super intolerant, you know, lesbian already working, blah, blah, blah. And Dylan was like, dude, that's our daughter. She's 17. Chill the fuck out. Take a deep breath. And then he was just like, oh, I apologize. And I was like, if it wasn't our daughter, it'd be okay that you just creeped out some 17-year-old girl? Like, God, you're the fucking worst. So I hate him. But then I also hate, not Dylan specifically, but I feel like today I have seen 20 dudes be like, well, I don't block people because I don't want to create an echo chamber. And I wanna f- I'm want i going to come to your house and I'm going to beat you with a wooden spoon if you say that shit to me. Because I cannot fucking... that makes me so mad you're not creating an echo chamber by blocking people who are verbally abusive to you (laughs) or or uh, harass you online like 99.9 percent of the people i block are not people who i'm friends with who i who follow me or are my fans they are people who somehow i don't even know find my shit and then men to jump in and are like and say something shitty I don't owe I don't owe their opinion any time or energy. Fuck off. I'm not creating an echo chamber by protecting my space and not dealing with assholes. And it makes me so angry because I feel like the same guys who say that have never been harassed online. I've never experienced what it's like to have people, pi- men, pile on you en masse for no reason. And they're, they also refuse to accept that that's a privilege in any way. Like, so at the same time, they're totally blind to the fact that it's like, yeah, you don't have to not create an echo chamber because you're not arguing with anybody except for your cousin in Dallas. You know, you got one fucking person who sometimes chimes in and is like, not my guns, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh man, I sure told Todd. No, you fucking didn't. Okay. We, we deal with mass waves of, of harassment sometimes. And yeah, I'm fucking, I block every one of those guys. I block my block list on Facebook is probably a thousand people deep, you know, and I'm, it's cause I'm not putting up with shit like that, nor should I have to. I'm, and so those there you're, you're right I hate I hate people perfect that was a good one thank you now, now I feel like really bad about that guy from the faux place <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh that was weak, weak sauce <laughs> I mean uh, no, well, I also just, uh, he had his dick out and he touched a lady <laughs> and my sauce is always gonna be weak t- I'm not even trying to compete okay I didn't go to <laughs> Hawaii with Bill Maher <laughs> but that's fine because you're my friend and I'm sorry. We're different people. Everybody's so upset with me for going. I'm to actually not. I am definitely not. I think it's marvelous, Thank and you. I like having people in my life who have interesting lives, opportunities, interactions, experiences. You would have hated it. That was the thing I told. Dylan. Well, that's the thing. Like, and Dylan was like so jealous, and I'm like, you would have hated that. I trip. totally you would have been so it. annoyed. It was one of those trips where you have to be completely go with the flow. Like, you have no control over any of your time or your energy, and so you have to just be like totally like when are we doing this great and you you had an itinerary and like a minder showed up and picked you up and took you and like you just had to be like where are we doing great awesome same with the shows like you had to just be like what do you want from me cool that's what i'll do and and um it, it i was like it would have made him crazy he would have been so like no i don't want to fucking you know it's like a do this rigid day of like meet and greets and shit um but and also it was very windy as i said and the <laughs> boat was too small so we <laughs> so i'm just as bougie and bougie and terrible as the rest of it <laughs> no i love it i think it's great and i'm glad it's so you. good to see you i'm sorry that i've been gone all the time i'm home for a month and then i'm back on the road great yeah. Well, we talked about maybe doing some uh, podcasting on the road too. Yeah. Maybe yeah. doing some call-in shows, even if they're a little a little 
uh, shorter or um, less intense. Less intense, less shouting. <laughs> Maybe. I know. Okay. Could you just back off of me shouting? Just I mean. No, it's me too. I've been, I feel like I've been, um, I did radio this morning. I had to get up early and do a call-in radio show. And because I got two hours of sleep and also like I was shouting all day yesterday, um, first at the march and then over the band at, at places. So my voice was like, I got up and I was like, my voice is like this. And I had like a cup of coffee. And then I called into this radio show and I'm like, hey, yeah, I'm Arnold. And they're like, we just want to talk to you about feminism and blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, well, there's a fucking problem with men, I'll tell you. And I sounded like a 900-year-old French prostitute, you know, had been smoking for a hundred years and just like fucking I just I sounded so bitter and and old and angry I was like this is exactly the this is the, the voice of this feminism. is the real me yeah this is the real me this is who I am this is my spirit animal inside of my own self is this angry gravelly voiced mourning exhausted bitch that's actually true I'm, like, trying to get enough coffee in me to be halfway pleasant to a bunch of morning people or radio people. They were lovely. It was a great show. <laughs> what am I saying? I'm Arnold. Great. Thanks for having me. You guys are great. Can I tell you? The, and then we'll go. Yeah, no, that's a hour. great story. Um, so when we were in Hawaii, um, Jim Vallely and his wife Maggie, who are now two of my favorite people. I'd never met him before, but they're old friends of Dana. Dana's. Um, they Jim works on Arrested Development and on Golden Girls, and Maggie just wrote a uh, a book, an amazing book, um, shit, which I forgot the name of, but I'll I'll actually tweet about it after this, um, about um, leaving the church and being and being how she was so terrified of hell as a kid. It's a fascinating, fascinating book, um, and she works on Flaked and Arrested Development and some other shows, um, but they were lovely. But Jim taught me this thing, and I am obsessed with it now. <laughs> um, it's called the Hilo Handshake. <laughs> And what you do is you say something insulting to someone, but like kind of low key insulting, and then it has to build. So um, something like, you know, the thing I love about you, Jocelyn, is that you dress so casual. It's like I can never tell. Like, did you just get that from a thrift store? Did you just find it? What am I saying? And then you go, you go, what am I saying? And then you come in with your hand over the top, very high, you know, and and you have to take it. Go like you have, and then you go in for the handshake, and you got to come in real tight and high. And then they, it's like if you put your hand up high like that, they have to take it. And then you go, what am I saying, Emma Arnold? You dress, you dress like a queen. What am I saying? Oh my gosh. And he would do that to us over and over and get you every time. So like one of the times he was like, oh man, I'm so excited to see you do comedy. You know, I've heard really good things. Uh, I've only heard things because you don't actually have any TV appearances. It's like almost like you can't get an agent. Nobody wants you on TV. What am I saying, Jim Villaley? <laughs> Big fan, huge fan of yours. And you'd be like so shocked by it. Every time you're like, oh my God, what is, how did you just do that to me? And you would end up, that's the thing that I love about it is because you end up shaking the person's hand every time you're like, no, God damn it, that was so brutal. And then, so he kept getting He's us genius. over, getting us over and over. And then finally, I kept trying to do it, but I'm I'm a really bad shit talker. Like I don't ever do roasts and stuff because I'm not a good shit talker because I genuinely hate to hurt people's feelings. So every time I try to do it, I'd be like, well, your shirt looks like a picnic. Oh, that's not an insult. That's <laughs> stupid. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And I'd never even get the handshake in. I'd just end up apologizing. Which Jim said that, like, everybody has their own version of the handshake. And my version of the handshake is, Emma Arnold, I'm so sorry. We're still friends. We're still friends. And I'm, But you just stick your hand straight out into their chest. Emma Arnold, I'm, I'm, we're still friends. Let's still be friends. Um, but I finally was like, I had been working up to it all weekend. And I was like, we're going to get him really good. And then so I was like... I was like, oh, Jim, you know, I j- it's funny because, like, he was part of this duo group that was on um, 
the tonight show forever and then they broke up and then he wasn't he he does a little stand-up but not a ton i was like jim god it's funny i'd love to see you on tv but it's almost like your brand of comedy is kind of like falling out of style like nobody's looking for like a hacky duo group anymore and then i was like what am i saying emma arnold and i came in real high and fast and i was like fuck yeah and he was like kind of stepped back and was like um yeah that's not really how you do it like that's not you're not supposed to be purposefully hurtful like you he's like that was a little too far and he's like you got to kind of pull back and try to do something that's like more funny and not so hurtful and I was like oh my god I'm so sorry I'm so sorry I really didn't mean he's like what am I saying Jim Valente I'm a huge fan. I was like no she just double high low me Ugh! and I was so upset and every every time I've tried to do it to Dana he's gotten me the same way he's like wow you know I just went through a very hard breakup and so but I'm like I'm sorry and he's like what am I saying so yeah everybody get out there and high-low it yeah i got to think about what my high-low is because i don't like to shake i mean i don't really like to touch people very much yeah so um i would have to do something that like a high five or i feel like yours would be um like instead like they would go to shake your hand and you'd be like no (laughs) what am i saying no fist bump yeah Yeah. Mm, mm. (laughs) a pat a shoulder pat okay because I am, I am the the queen of making people feel really, really awkward when they go in for the hug. Like I, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. reciprocate the hug right, mm-hmm. and then I'm always like, I'm sorry, I'm just not a hugger. And then they feel really bad yeah. because they tried to hug me, and they're like, Oh, we're not at hugging. But it's like I'm not at hugging with anybody. Yeah, you're just not a hugger. Yeah, no. <laughs> so yeah, mine yeah. would be you like pretending uh, like oh, I'm going in uh, for the hug and then making you feel really awkward that you went in for the hug. Yeah. Yours is like a hat. Oh, ah. Uh, and then like half hug. Are we hugging? Or not hug. Oh, arms up. Down. Oh, oh no. Dana's decided his is, um, is that he puts, he goes, uh, wait, he goes, uh, Dana, Dana Gold, I hate myself. I hate myself. <laughs> Everybody has their own. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm on. Still friends? We're still friends. Okay. We're still friends. Good. Got to figure out. Yeah, I don't. Don't is. hug me. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't. T- no. No touching. No touching. Please. Yeah. Um, I won't. I won't talk any shit about Bill Maher because he took me to Hawaii and that was very kind of him. But his for sure would be like, uh, Bill Maher. Do you guys have hand sat- hand sanitizer? <laughs> oh, I fucked that up. Bill Maher. Uh, does anybody have hand sanitizer? Does anybody have hand sanitizer? <laughs> not a handshaker. Does not like to touch people. <laughs> really? Yeah. No. I think probably for a different reason than me, but. No, um, and uh, to some degree, like a f- couple co- pretty famous comedians I know, I, I get it because like you end up, Bill does not shake hands after shows. He gets straight poop, to the car. But like sometimes you do end up shaking hands with like a hundred people. And by the end of it, like, like even when I gross. do the line, even when like I'll do the line and shake hands with like, you know, like after our shows at Comedy Works, I shook hands with probably 200 people after a show. And I would go immediately and wash my hands because I just be like, that was a lot of human contact, you know. So I get it, but it's still that would be it's like licking sure. all the money in your wallet, which yeah. probably it's not that much money, but it's not so it's not quite. Oh, the what, same. Are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying, Justin Robinson? I'm sure you make decent money. <laughs> that was good. It's very good. You were such a natural. Jim would be so proud. All right, well, <clears throat> let's call it. Um, thanks for thanks for listening, everybody. I will try to be more regular with these. And uh, oh, we didn't say who we are. <laughs> oh, I'm Emma Arnold, guys. And I'm Pidge. And this is Couple Skate, and your new favorite podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we're, about, we're about a year old. Or your old, old one. Yeah, yeah, you're old. And we're about a year old. But, yeah. I had a bunch of people in Denver yell at us about not making new ones. They were like, you guys are not very consistent. <laughs> I was like, nope. <laughs> it's a nice little surprise. <laughs> it is. I think it is. Mm-hmm. It's like, boom, they drop people. What the fuck? You guys are still doing a podcast? I'm like, apparently. <laughs> 
All right. Well, this has been lovely. Uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again soon. Love you. Love bye. you. Bye.